Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Neither Israel nor Palestine should be destroyed. With some courage, the UN General Assembly has called for a halt to the fighting between Israel and Palestine's militant faction Hamas, even as Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu announced a second phase of the war, with the heaviest bombardment of Gaza since October 7. The humanitarian disaster this war has created has already overshadowed the crisis spinning out of the Russia-Ukraine war since February 24, 2022. It is not clear to us what will happen now. Acting on a non-binding resolution authored by 22 Arab countries, the General Assembly called for an immediate cessation of hostilities to allow the delivery of food, water, medical supplies, fuel and electricity to the war victims. Of the 193 UN member states, 120 voted for the resolution, 14 voted no, including Israel, the US, Canada and the Pacific Island nations Palau and Nauru, and 45 abstained, including the Philippines. In three weeks, the war has created a humanitarian crisis possibly more staggering than that created by the 20-month-old Russia-Ukraine war. As of this writing, 1,400 Israelis and 7,226 Palestinians have been killed, 5,431 Israelis and 18,967 Palestinians injured, 250,000 Israelis and 1.4 million Palestinians displaced, 229 Israelis taken hostage by Hamas during its attack on Gaza. Most of the casualties were women, children, the aged, the infirm, unarmed civilians and the most vulnerable. Obviously, we have not seen the limits of the brutality of this war. The startling level of violence has prompted Pope Francis to call on everyone, including non-Catholics, for prayers, not just for the Israelis and Palestinians who are victims of the war, but for the whole of humanity whose future lies in the gravest peril. Until the UN General Assembly called for a truce, the world's political leaders seemed inclined to play one side against another instead of demanding openly for peace. Recently in Riyadh, the foreign ministers of the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, ASEAN, and the Gulf Cooperation Council, GCC, called for a ceasefire and other anti-war measures. It was a brave and refreshing move coming from a group of neutral nations, but while it proposed the correct formula to end the fighting, the proponents lacked the needed clout to compel the combatants to listen. Now, the UN has spoken. Where do we go from here? I hope this leads to an actual cessation of hostilities and peace negotiations. Even if it does not, I hope it helps to bring down the level of violence and mistrust between the belligerents. Mutual distrust for each other, according to the experts, is fed by, among others, rumors propagated by extremists in the traditional and social media against the Jews and the Muslims. One rumor is about an alleged Jewish plan to destroy the Alaska Mosque in Jerusalem and build the third Jewish temple in its place. The mosque, built in the 8th century AD, is known as the third holiest place in Islam after Mecca and Medina and is believed by Muslims to be the place where Prophet Muhammad ascended to heaven for one night. The temple, originally built by King Solomon, the son of King David, was destroyed during the siege of Jerusalem. It was rebuilt and destroyed again. The other rumor, also propagated by extremists, is that Muslims hold the annihilation of the Jews as the core of their religious belief. Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, the three Abrahamic religions, claim equal rights to the holy sites in what we now call the Holy Land. These separate claims have brought so much pain and suffering to this otherwise most blessed of all lands. As noted in an article by the former Egyptian diplomat Mohammed Galal Mustafa in Brandeis University, the city of Jerusalem has been attacked 52 times, captured and recaptured 44 times, 
besieged 23 times, and destroyed twice. Across the centuries, the city has been ruled by the ancient Egyptians, the Canaanites, the Israelites, the Greeks, the Romans, the Persians, the Islamic Caliphates, the Crusaders, the Ottomans, and finally the British before its division into Israeli and Jordanian sectors from 1948 to 1967. But it remains the Holy Land. Now we have this brutal war. We not only witness the death en masse of so many innocent and helpless men, women and children, and even entire families, we also hear the repeated pompous declaration by the leaders of the warring camps that their aim is not just to defeat their armed enemy, but the total destruction of Israel or the total destruction of Palestine. I don't believe this was how our generation or the next or the next was supposed to understand God's covenant with Abraham. I believe the Jews and the Christians and the Muslims were meant to live together in harmony and peace and that their leaders were meant to talk to us and to the world not as gods, but as men. For if the prophet Isaiah is right, and I have no doubt he is right, at the very end of time, the wolf will live with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a little child will lead them.